Hi, I'm Ellen Horan, President and CEO of the Greater Reading Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and I'm here for this week's Member Spotlight with Todd Chorley, who Hello. is CEO of TS Tech Enterprises. Hello, Welcome, thank Todd. you for having me. Great. So why don't you um, tell us a little bit about the range of services that TS Tech is involved in? Well, we are uh, specialists in one very specific area of IT, and that is mm -hmm. managing technology. So what we do is for a small business, we come in and we set up shop to be your IT department. And we take care of the antivirus, the updates, the security, the backups, anything that is uh, maintenance related as well as concierge support for the end users. That way your people have somebody they can contact when they have a problem. Right. So straight from consulting on what IT to select and, and run with to help desk? Uh, yes and no. We actually, okay. I, I use the consulting word carefully okay. because we don't just provide services without an ongoing arrangement and when we come in the door one of mm -hmm. our special uh, special traits is the fact that we bring in our selection or our stack of predetermined best practices so right. if someone wants us to manage an existing system mm -hmm. that they've selected mm -hmm. we will as long as it's inside right. of our stack but we won't just do consulting for anything that's out there because mm -hmm. what I've found is it, it, if you are willing to service anything, you can't be mm -hmm. an expert in something. That makes sense. Well, you obviously are doing something right because you're a company that's grown from our winning our Entrepreneurial Excellence Awards to our Top 50 um, Awards. So congratulations. Thank you. For yeah, it's been a fun ride. That growth. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and especially you should be very proud because you founded this company, correct? I did. I started this company in 1996. I was... 16 years old, and I had uh, an amazing business management professor at my mm -hmm. high school, Governor Mifflin, and uh, T Tammy, Tammy Trotman, now Tammy Gore, and she got me really interested in business. She mm -hmm. instructed the class on basically how to write a business plan, and I wrote okay. a business plan for an internet service provider because I, I could see that AOL wasn't doing what everybody needed. Uh, and that business plan is not what TS Tech is today. Okay. Uh, it evolved, but right. it got me thinking about business and it got me interested in it. And then I went on to a program after that. I, I basically, I started the business in March with after school hours, two hours a day. Okay. And a lot of people started calling saying, hey, I hear you're doing this. Next thing I know, I had So just friends base. and neighbors and... Friends, parents? neighbors, <laughs> church members, parents, okay. uh, teachers. I used to get paged over the PA system to come out of class and go fix the school's <laughs> computer in another area. So, yeah it, was, yeah, it was a fun year. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember you telling me before that you went to the Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week program. Pennsylvania yeah, PFEW uh, yeah. is one of my other passions. In fact, I'm going next week to go back to the as camp. As a speaker. Uh, actually, I volunteer for the whole week. I, I do okay. a week as volunteer. As an advisor. As an advisor, yeah. And that program is such a wonderful opportunity for, for high school kids to get them interested in business. And that coupled then with Penn State afterwards right. uh, set me on my course for entrepreneurship and for, for business management. Excellent. I'm a tech second at this point. I, I really enjoy the business side of things. I call it uh, pulling the levers to see when you'd make mm -hmm. this change in your business, what happens in other right. areas. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's something that a lot of chamber members can relate to, um, where they have got into a business because they had a technical skill or a passion. Um, but then to be able to grow that business, what skill sets did you need to acquire or whether you acquired them yourself or you acquired them by bringing on you know, other people to do those areas. How, how did you go from being 
the technician to hmm. the not the not the, the best business. path of growth. I'd say <laughs> uh, a lot of hard bumpy. lessons. A yeah, bumpy road. Uh, we grew from being really a three-person business when I graduated Penn State uh, mm -hmm. to an eight-person business to a 14-person business in less than 10 years. Okay. And then the recession hit and we slowed back down to being a mm -hmm. seven-person business again. And I had to pick up a lot of the old roles that I had delegated and I was a little mm -hmm. less uh, quick to delegate them a second time because I knew how much work it took to delegate and train someone. Good but point. delegation was that key. I mean, being comfortable giving people a chance and letting mm -hmm. them try, letting them push their own comfort level mm -hmm. was a very important skill. But for me, probably one of the most important areas of growth was always having a network of other business owners that I could talk to about where they were. So uh, one of the things that I'm involved with now is a CEO roundtable mm -hmm. that meets uh, quarterly. I meet with other IT business owners that are not in competition okay. with us. And we fly to a different city four times a year for about a week each, each quarter to open our books and share what we're doing and how the business is mm -hmm. working and where are we seeing strengths and weaknesses, what's the economy doing, and mm -hmm. what should we be doing to adapt. Right. Uh, and that has been probably the biggest thing I've done in the last uh, five years to help my business grow and change. Excellent. You know, another thing I, I know our, our small business owners struggle with is um, when they feel they have the cash flow to bring on that help <laughs> to delegate to. Yeah. Um, that's, it, it's a tough decision to make, to pull that lever, as you say, to it, bring on the additional help is, is a huge decision. It's the chicken or the egg. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you bring on the person and hope that the revenue will arrive, or do you wait until the revenue is at risk of losing or leaving because you're not servicing people? So what so, should you do? So I've experimented with both, and I've found that you just have to take, you have to have faith that you're going to grow, and you have to have faith that what you're doing is working, and when, mm -hmm. you, when you have the numbers to back up your, your gut, that, oh, wait, this mm -hmm. is going the right direction. You have, to find, you have to hire people, and you have to find them early enough in the process to get them trained mm -hmm. and ready by the time that you really need them. So it's, it's, it's not working two weeks ahead of time. It's working six weeks or six months ahead of time to find right. those people. Right, good. And let's talk about that also. That's another thing we hear a lot from the, the members is uh, what keeps them awake at night finding the, the talent that they need to be able to grow their businesses. With you being in a technical field, is that, how, how is that for you? So Reading is an interesting uh, conundrum for us with finding people because you can find tech people who don't want to travel to Philadelphia any longer. They, the the, the high-paying jobs are in the big cities, New mm -hmm. York, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So you have well-qualified individuals who are just tired of making that commute and are in mm -hmm. this area. And you can find them at a reasonable uh, a price. However, when the economy heats up or when the economy slows down is when it gets most difficult. Because mm -hmm. when, it's, when it's really hot, they're not available. Mm -hmm. And when it slows down, the, the scramble for whatever jobs are available also happens. And then you have right. this uh, almost backwash of people who aren't necessarily the best qualified mm -hmm. out in the market looking. Right. So it causes a lot of extra time to look for resumes. Right. We're in a hot period, aren't we? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's warming up. I feel like the Berks County and the Reading area is probably six months to a year behind where we're seeing in other areas. Okay. So we work with uh, a lot of clients in the Allentown and the Philadelphia and even out in the Harrisburg mm -hmm. area. And I don't know what it is about, I like to call that the triangle. We're in the center of the triangle. Mm -hmm. And for us, I feel that's a real economic strength because we can be to any of those markets. And mm -hmm. being a tech, you can work remotely. Yeah. But we really saw that those markets were heating up before 
Berks County. So I'm, I'm thankful that finally it feels like things are catching up here. Right. Good. Yeah, I, I think they are as well. Um, any tips for other small uh, business owners? I'm going to ask you for two tips. Okay. One, an IT-oriented tip. IT-oriented um, tip. That's such, yeah. a, that's such a big topic. <laughs> it is. Um, to cloud, not to cloud. Uh, can't answer that in one question. It, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that probably the biggest advice I would give anyone using uh, uh, computers today is you have to be vigilant. You have to really... Uh, take seriously the, the landscape of threats that are out there today. Mm -hmm. And most people don't realize that the target data breach wasn't target being breached. It was a small business actually in Pennsylvania that was breached mm -hmm. first that led to target being breached. So small businesses need to be vigilant about making sure that they're up to date and that they're managing technology mm -hmm. because the landscape of threats are such that one issue like that could put you out of business. Mm -hmm. And your data is valuable, even if you're a small business. Right. So that's probably my okay. first tip. Any, any uh, yeah, hints just, on the second one you're looking for? Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, you, it was impressive, you know, one, how young you started the company, but the growth path you've been able to have the company on, um, which is, you know, great. And maybe you gave it and have that leap of faith that you will grow. But, um, you know, a lot of our smaller members are concerned about making that that step forward um, in high, bringing on people in expanding uh, you know in taking that next growth mode um, so I would give a tip that you have to know your numbers and study them because sometimes small business owners get so much in the trenches mm -hmm. of servicing the client that they forget to work on the business mm -hmm. and that means reviewing your financials knowing your numbers building up a, a, a war chest of cash for the rainy days or the rainy months when something doesn't work mm -hmm. the way it's supposed to be because you're going to have those peaks and valleys. Right. So know your numbers and, and work on the business. Right. Good. Well, congratulations on your success. Thank you. Um, it, ha it has not been my success alone. It's really because I have a great team point. of people. We have people who've been with TS Tech for 8, 10, uh, 19 years right now for me. So we have a yeah. long-term team that makes it possible. Amazing. Good. Well, congratulations, and thanks for being here today, and thank you for being a member of the Chamber. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it all.